Welcome to the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rita Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to do just about everything, you are absolutely, totally in the right place. Because in this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my friend. I am so glad you're here with me today. Thank you for listening. And I'm guessing you're just like me because I love to peek into other people's lives. I mean, not literally, you know, (laughs) though I guess we get to do that with social media, but through TV, through reading, all these things, it's so fun to just be on the outside and see how other people live. You know, you see how they do things, the kinds of things they make for dinner, how they decorate their homes. I think that's what drew me to reading when I was a little kid. It just was so much fun. So much fun to see how other people lived their lives. And today what we're going to do is something similar. We're going to take a peek into how other working moms live their life. We're going to look at their habits, some common things that successful working moms, as far as I know, all of them do it. I'm curious if you're going to agree with me. I think so, because the things that we're going to talk about are very basic. Very basic, but if we don't do them, things just don't go well. You know, (laughs) it just doesn't work out. And hopefully my intention in our episode today is that it's going to reinforce some things for you. So you probably knew some of the things that I'm going to talk about, but this is really going to solidify them for you and remind you how important they are that you develop these habits and you do them well. Because chances are some of these habits you already do. And I'm going to share actually the last habit that I need to work on You know, we're always a work in progress and we're always growing. You, me, everybody. So I'm going to share just behind the scenes what all of us successful working moms, things that we do, and you decide what do you want to work on? What do you want to maybe make a little stronger? What do you want to grow? Let's dive right in and talk about them. So much fun to see what other people are doing. Welcome on into our episode. I am doing well. I have to confess that I've been on this crazy reading kick. I've been reading all these books over the past few weeks. And yesterday I started one that was so, so good. You know how when you're supposed to go to bed, but you can't because the book that you're reading is so good. (laughs) And you know how important it is for me to go to bed on time. But the book was on a very serious topic. It was actually one of those fictional Holocaust books. It was so good. But you know, I couldn't sleep. (laughs) I could not sleep. My head was just going through the story wondering what was going to happen. Somebody had just been killed. But (laughs) this book is so good. So good. It's just so nourishing to sit down and read an actual book. 
I wasn't on a Kindle. It was like a real book, like with paper and everything. It just feels decadent. You know, you just feel like a lady of leisure that you could sit down and read. So that's what I felt like yesterday, except when I couldn't sleep because I was dreaming about the Holocaust. Maybe not the best thing, but that's where I am today. A little tired, but that's okay. And as I mentioned in the introduction, I love to look at other people's lives because we can learn so much from other people. And I mean in a healthy way, of course, you know, not like comparing my Instagram to somebody else's Instagram and feeling like I'm doing something wrong. No, 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 (laughs) that doesn't help anybody. I mean, looking at other people and getting inspired by them. So good to do, because why should we learn everything the hard way? You know, we do enough things the hard way. Let's at least learn from other people, see what they do, emulate their good traits, and then we'll be ahead, right? That's what it's all about. So in our episode today, I'm going to tell you five things, five habits that I believe all successful working moms they all have it in common. They all do those things. So let me tell you what these five things are. The first thing, number one, is all successful working moms wake up at 5 a.m. before their kids and they get a fresh start on their day. Did you believe that? (laughs) Did you believe that I would actually believe or say something like that? Oh my gosh, I hate that advice. I'm just, I'm cringing even saying it. I read this book called The 5am Miracle, and that's what they were saying. Your whole life will be better if you just wake up at 5am. I don't know about you, but I don't think my life would be better if I woke up earlier. Because I'm already tired, right? Getting up earlier is what so many people say. That's the Mecca. That's how you have a balanced working life. I personally, I will never tell you to do this because you need your rest. So instead, I'll start with the truth now. That was the only joke in the whole episode, okay? (laughs) I'm not going to have any more fake habits, I promise. But the first habit that I believe all successful working moms have is that they have basic self-care, basic. By basic, I mean they get a minimum amount of sleep, they eat okay healthy, you know, not perfectly healthy, but they're eating some fruits and vegetables, they're not only eating processed foods, you know, they're not existing on caffeine and Diet Coke. They have somewhat of a healthy lifestyle and they probably do a little exercise maybe some walking, running. We have people in our community who do bar workouts, all kinds of things. But they're taking some kind of care of their body. And tell me, you knew this. You knew that would be number one on my list because that's so important. It's the foundation. And I talk about it all the time because it is so incredibly important. You know, you know this, that we cannot give from an empty cup. 
And even though we have absolutely no time to do the self-care, we somehow need to do it anyway. We have to do it because how can we be successful at being a balanced working mom if we're not even doing just basic self-care? I didn't describe anything that was incredible, right? I wasn't talking about working out at the gym for an hour every day or eating perfectly balanced meals every day or getting eight and a half hours of sleep. Oh, wouldn't that be delicious? But no, you at least need some basic self-care. And the moms who feel the least balanced, who feel frazzled, and like life is happening to them and they have no control over anything. The one thing that I notice about those moms is their self-care is usually not good. It's not good. They're just getting by. They're worried about everybody else. They're worried about their job, their kids, and they're just unfortunately letting their health really suffer. But the moms who are more balanced, they're doing a little something. So if you struggle with this, if self-care is something that you need more of, think about maybe one little thing you can do to improve. Like for example, here's what I'm doing. I don't think I eat enough fruits and veggies, so I'm having more smoothies. Maybe a couple times a week, I'll have a smoothie, right? This is simple. Simple, simple, simple. I'm getting more nutrition in me, but I'm not changing my whole life. You know, just very, very basic. So that is the first thing. And I think the most important thing that all successful working moms have in common. Do you agree with me? I suspect you do. The second habit that I believe all successful working moms have is that I've seen and I believe that they are at least somewhat organized. I know you're laughing right now at my wording, somewhat, but that's the truth. I've yet to find a working mom or any mom who's perfectly organized. I'm sure they exist, but I don't know if I even want to find them. (laughs) We're all just doing our best. We're all trying to get more and more organized, all the things. But I'm sure you agree with me that most successful working moms, they have some kind of system for keeping themselves organized, whether it's a planner, an app. I use a shared Google calendar with my husband. That has just been incredible, can I say? (laughs) I don't know why I didn't do this earlier. This is totally awesome. So helpful. And you know, other moms keep it very simple. I actually do this also, but they just have a calendar in their kitchen. You know, ours is a free one from our synagogue. Very, very simple. Doesn't even cost any money, but it has really, really big blocks. So I could see what's going on. If the kids want to write something in there, I don't get upset, you know, if they use really big block letters and make a mess, whatever. It just keeps us all organized. And that is so helpful because you know this. 
you have 3,000 things in your brain at every given minute. So to remember your schedules, so, so important, having it written down. Another thing related to organization is I've noticed that successful working moms usually have a to-do list that's actually written down. Some moms I know have it in their head, but most of them have it written down. And it was so funny because I asked a question in our Facebook group. And sometimes when I ask a question, it goes crazy. You know, every few minutes or every few seconds, somebody else is answering it. And that's what happened with this question. And the question I asked was true or false? Writing out my to-do list rather than keeping it all in my head makes me feel calmer. True or false? And like I said, people went crazy over this question. And overwhelmingly, the response was true. True. For most of us, we have to write it down or it drives us nuts. You know, we just can't take that load. We talked about it a few episodes back, that energy leak, that load of having all these things to do and not knowing what we have, you know, just having it just randomly in our head takes so much energy. So like I said, nobody's perfect. You know, maybe you have some kind of automated system or a beautiful paper planner where you have all your to-dos listed out and categorized, but I'm not talking about that type of perfection. I'm just talking about simple, simple, because we can all use that, right? It's very, very hard to be successful at balancing everything if we don't even know what we have going on. Very, very hard. Another thing that you do if you're doing well with balancing being a working mom is you set boundaries. That's a big one, right? And it takes so much practice. I actually think that for a lot of working moms, this may be the hardest of all the things I'm talking about today. This may be the hardest. But first, let's talk about what do we even mean when we say boundaries? And by boundaries, I mean traditional boundaries. This may mean not letting work creep into your home life. I think a lot of us think of that when we think of boundaries. But I don't mean just setting boundaries at work, because it also means sometimes telling our cute little children, no. Oh, that's hard, isn't it? What's harder? Telling work no or telling our kids no? It's all hard. (laughs) It's all hard. I'll tell you an example of where I have to do this, because recently for the past few months, my girls have been getting the second wind at eight or nine o'clock at night, and they're all excited, and they want to spend time with me, and it's a really beautiful thing, but it's so late for me. It is so, so late. So sometimes, unfortunately, I have to set a boundary and I have to say to them, I'm sorry, you know, I know you want to tell me about what happened at school and you're finally ready to, you know, let it all out, but I need to get ready for bed now. 
See, I told you, this is so, so hard to do. So hard. And I also want to give you an example of where this plays out at work. Because I went through this just last week, just last week. My child was off school for the afternoon. And I had planned as soon as my workday was over, I was just going to chill out with her. I was going to spend time with her. And I was really, really looking forward to this. And you can guess what happened. You can guess a meeting was scheduled for the exact time that I usually get off work. The exact time. Like you can't make this stuff up. So it wasn't easy for me, but I told work no. And it was especially hard because everybody else said yes, including other working moms. But in this scenario, I felt like I had to hold my ground. I had been looking forward to this for weeks. She had been looking forward to this and I was not going to compromise. But let me tell you another thing that happened because later the same week, it's been a very busy week. (laughs) Okay. Later the same week, I was asked to work on the weekend and I actually did. I said, yes, because, and you know this, as a working mom, We can't always get away with saying no all the time. You know, just like I'm not going to tell my kids every night that I'm not going to talk to them because I have to go to bed. Sometimes I will. The same with work. You know, you have to dance sometimes. It's a dance because you want to still have a job. You know, you don't want to be the one who's always known for saying no especially if they know that you're saying that because you have kids. And one of my pet peeves is as working moms, a lot of the advice out there is to just say no. Say no to this, say no to that. Always say no. That's the answer to better balance is to say no. But we are real people. We can't always say no. Or like I said, we're not going to have a job We're not going to have a relationship with our children. So effective working moms, they do have boundaries, but they're good at dancing around them. Sometimes they say yes. Sometimes they say no. And you know what else? This is a really biggie. They're also gentle on themselves when they accidentally messed up. Because how many times have you said yes And you realize, oh my gosh, I should have said no. (laughs) Like, this is not going to work. I should have said no. Well, if you're hard on yourself and beating yourself up, it's not going to help anything. You know, life is complex. Like I said, we can't always say no and still be seen as this professional woman or this awesome mom or a supportive member in our church and our synagogue. Sometimes we have to say yes, and sometimes we have to say no, and sometimes we'll make a mistake. And our job when we make the mistake is to be gentle on ourselves, to give ourselves that compassion, that understanding that it is hard to do boundaries. It is hard, like I said, This is probably one of the hardest parts of adulthood. 
because it's not just being a working mom, it's just being an adult and setting boundaries and doing what works for you. Now let's talk about the fourth habit. The fourth habit, and I'm sure you do this, I'm sure you do it, and that is having systems and routines. Systems and routines. And it's so interesting because when I first started this podcast, I thought, that sounds so geeky. You know, nobody wants to listen about systems and routines. And it's so interesting how wrong I was, can I just say? Because my podcast episodes that have those words in them are the most downloaded. That and guilt. (laughs) My episodes on guilt are very popular. But systems and routines, apparently you want to know more about how to do them. And it makes sense. Because we already have too much in our head. Too many things that are taking up space in our brains. And the way to solve this problem without, you know, running into bed crying every day is to create systems and routines that automatically get everything done for us. So, so important, but it also takes so much trial and error, so much. And then to complicate things, schedules change. So things are going smoothly. Maybe the kids are in school. And then boom, summer break happens and the schedule totally shifts. Just recently, this happened to me. I have been doing so incredibly well with my five-minute cleaning routines. I was just so proud of them, so proud. And then stuff happened. There was a holiday, the schedules changed, and I did not do it. I did not do this incredible routine that I loved so much. And I almost even forgot about the routine. Don't you hate that? When you have this incredible routine and you even forget that you've ever had it. Luckily, I do a podcast. (laughs) So sometimes I hear the words coming back to me and it helps me remember what I'm working on. So after all the drama, all the stuff passed, I remembered my routine and I went right back into it. But it can be hard. It can be really, really hard to remember our routines, to adjust them, to go back to them. But despite all this, it's so important to have them. So, so important because without them, we are lost. You know, like without my cleaning routine, my house turns into a wreck so fast. It's amazing how quickly that happens. Can I just say, I don't even know how how it happens that quickly. But I love to look at the routines of working moms who are doing things and it looks so easy. Because oftentimes the reason why it looks so easy is because they have a great routine. Now, maybe their routine won't work for me. That's the thing about routines is they have to be unique. They have to work for you, for your family, for your personality. And I do this a lot. I help my clients create routines that work for them. They try them out. We change them up a little bit. I do the same thing for myself. I'm always working on a routine, always working. 
because it just creates so much better balance. It's so, so important for that. So good. All right. So we made it to the last one. What is the final thing that I believe successful working moms all do? What do they all do? And I'll give you a hint. It's something that I do not do well. (laughs) I'm so bad at this. So bad. But what I've observed is that successful working moms are able to delegate well. Delegate. Oh, I don't even like that word. (laughs) I'm so, I just have such a hard time with it. And it was actually even hard for me to stick this one in because I usually like to talk about things that I'm strong at because, you know, I don't want to tell you to do something if I can't do it myself, but I'm just going to come out and I'm just going to tell you I'm really bad with delegating. I'm really bad. It's probably the biggest thing that I have to work on, which is great, right? That's why I'm doing this episode because we all have areas that we need to work on. It's not just me. Maybe your area is self-care. Maybe your area is boundaries. For me, it's delegating because I know that if I delegated more, my life would totally change. It would be so much easier, so much easier. And I see, I observe that moms who do this regularly, they do not struggle as much as us moms who are reluctant to do this. Us moms who just cannot let go. So join me, please. Let's resolve together right now to delegate a little more frequently. Maybe that's simple. Maybe we'll ease our toe in. Maybe that means delegating our grocery shopping to Instacart or Target.com. You know, so simple. We could do that, right? Maybe it means delegating emptying the dishwasher to our kids. I mean, that's a win-win. It's so good for our kids to do chores, but sometimes we don't like to ask them because of the pushback. You know, if they don't want to do it and we have to nag them. So sometimes we don't even start to begin with. I think we're all a little guilty of that. Maybe you're not. I don't know. Maybe we can delegate the yard work to a landscaping company, right? There's so many possibilities on where and how we can delegate. It's not easy. You know, all these, well, many of these things cost more money. Maybe we don't want to spend the money. Maybe we do them better. Maybe like with a chore example, we don't want to waste half our energy nagging our kids and reminding them over and over and over again. But I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on letting go of some of my control and perfectionism because I know that delegating is key. It is key to being a balanced working mom. Now, of these five things that I mentioned, the first was self-care. The second was being organized. The third was creating boundaries. The fourth was systems and routines. And the fifth was delegating. Of those five things, 
which are you going to start focusing on first? You already know which one I'm going to focus on, which one I need to work on myself for. It's going to be an act of letting go of control and perfectionism. It's going to be so good for me. But what about you? What area do you need to focus on? And I do have a suggestion. And if you're listening and you don't do basic self-care, you're barely eating throughout the day, or maybe you're existing on, you know, sugar and caffeine, you can never go wrong with starting with self-care. That is the foundation. It is the basic. Because another point is that if you get more sleep, everything else is just so much easier. So much easier. Forget about that 5am club. Okay, you don't need to do that. (laughs) Get your sleep, please, please, please. I hope you enjoyed our episode today. Thank you for being here. And I hope that it also made you feel really proud of yourself. Because I'm sure that you already have many of the habits that I mentioned today. I'm sure you do. I know you do. So I hope it gave you a lot of confidence that you're already doing a great job. I hope it inspired you to maybe work on something that you could use a little help with. And I wish you well. I hope these habits help making being a working mom just a little bit easier for you. Wishing you so much balance. Thank you again for listening and I'll talk to you next time.